Press the button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Sugar Bushes? Welcome to another episode of Snacks Packs. We took a week off, but we're back. Uh, I think the for last... my birthday. Yeah, for Goose's birthday. Um, it's so funny. We were recording, and I even said that I was going to do something for my birthday, and I didn't put together that I was going to be doing something busy. the whole yeah, weekend. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the last friggin' Bacon Fest was last week, so I missed the oh, Bacon damn. Fest. Damn. Damn. That's tough. That's big tough. I did go to the gun show, though, and it was, uh, it was all right. It was all right. How does there it was look? less horrible Trump shit there. Oh, really? There's a lot that's of not tight. white people, which is cool. That's yeah. sick. Yeah, when you go to gun yeah, shows dude. here in Kansas, there's like three Trump booths you can go to to buy uh, dude, the no. shittiest merch you've ever seen. Oh, there was some garbage. Did I send you that one of the come and take it uh, patch that I saw? I don't think so. Let me show you real quick. It was so funny. I I don't know who made it. It's like they had their, like, grandma, like, make the patch for them on the, like, based off of the description alone. Look at the gun. What? what? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, brother, someone already came and took it. It's t- You got nothing left. Yeah, you're done. What's going on, buddy? Um, and but- that's also where I saw that pickup truck that had the, the Trump 2020 or the Trump 2020 stickers. And then they had just put a four over it. Oh, there it, it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, damn it. That's yeah. one already. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, just put the... Just uh, marker it over yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. We'll do, I'll do it again next time. That's the way to do it, dog. You, instead of buying a whole nother sticker and uh, a whole nother sticker and spending a lot of money, bro, just write a four over it. Why not? Why wouldn't you? What better way to look like a poor? Yeah, than you can't afford a, <laughs> a cool sticker, new sticker yeah. on your truck. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's called being financially responsible. It's. Being I don't frugal. think many people driving pickups as commuters that love Donald Trump are financially responsible. Yeah, I guess that's a valid point. It's probably a fair, yeah, assessment. Um, uh, my, dude, so much shit has happened since we last recorded. Really? Oh yeah, it's the last like, recording we did the was. World. Was uh, the when we did it on Twitch? Let's like not ever do that again for a while. Oh yeah, that was a I lot was of editing I had to do. Yeah, yeah, it's. I just told Reagan I was like, yeah, we don't like doing it. Yeah, it's too much work. It's a ton and of it's, work. And, and we want you guys to be able to pause and rewind to hear our hilarious jokes. Which yeah, you can't do so you can hear uh, it over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure you're just pressing that back yeah, 15 every yeah. punchline. <laughs> every Let me punchline. hear it again. I, uh, my, my Instagram reels have been popping off, and I think it's because I got banned from making money on Instagram for like three months. What'd you do? <laughs> I, uh, well. Kill yourself joke? So I got banned on Facebook for making a kill my, killing myself joke. And then. Uh, I got banned for two days on Facebook, and then but my account is restricted there for like twenty five days. It moves all my stuff lower to the timeline, and then on Instagram, I uh, I 
it's it was a number of things. A couple months ago, I made a joke about burning a hotel down, and I got a content violation for that. Um, and Jesus then, Christ! Yeah, and then Can someone you joke about burning down yeah, a hotel. And then a couple months before that, I uh, posted a. a photo of me and was like come hang out with us on twitch or i'll beat your ass and i got a content violation for that and then dude yeah right it's yeah it is embarrassing uh and then um the most recent one was uh was uh someone i did like a question and asked me questions thing and someone said they liked my arms and i was like let me choke you with them just as like a you know whatever yeah. and i got a content violation for that uh, dude, dude they really don't like yeah. uh, joking about fighting dude yeah <laughs> dude it's not the old internet it's not you can't just tell someone to go kill yourself anymore which you shouldn't I, do I, regardless you can't even but, say I yeah kill but if i'm making anymore. jokes about killing myself that should be fine bro um i agree i hate dude i hate I, I hate Facebook and like I really don't like Instagram, but Instagram has been doing the best right now, so I've been putting a lot of time into it. Well, with uh, Twitter collapsing, maybe something cool and new will fill the void. I fucking hope so, man. Um, I absolutely. You never really used Twitter anyway. It does seem like it's kind of done for now. I I mean, the only thing the only thing I use Twitter for is to like post when I'm live on Twitch, but like, um, I mean, it's fun, but. I just, I don't know. Elon Musk tweets keep popping up on my goddamn feed, and I'm just like, fuck that makes off. me mad, yeah. dude. I'm, like, sick of fucking hearing about him. Yeah. It is really funny watching him, like, grind $50 billion into dust in front of the whole <laughs> world with just unabashed, like, being an idiot in front of everybody. Amen. But uh, I'm just sick of hearing it. I got like a BBC update about like Donald Ugh. Trump's allowed back on Twitter. I don't I care, like, bro. I don't. Why, like, why the fuck would I, just I care about Kanye Donald got Trump? Brought back on. Yeah, he's and, yeah he's on Twitter again. And Andrew Tate is back on. I was like, okay, Twitter, fucking what the fuck? The ever. dumbest shit ever. That I'm it's about to become like an absolute garbage hole. Yeah, dude, it's fucking. What's the uh? What's that? Uh, social media that nobody was on. Uh, Google Plus? No, not Google Plus. The right wing one. Uh, Parlor. Parlor. Yeah, Parlor. Yeah. 2.0. Or Truth Social. Yeah, Which Truth Social. About? Yeah, either or. I think two. Truth Truth Social was the one I was referencing. Yeah, yeah. That was I, uh, embarrassing. I've always wanted to look into it. Like, you know, just see what they're fucking talking about. But I am terrified to give them any of my information yeah, or same. any information necessary. I'm pretty sure it was Parlor that you had to, like, upload your driver's license yeah, to or yeah. some shit. They wanted to like, weed out no. the trolls, dude, and I'm not it's doing It's an that. FBI honeypot, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Actually, the Senate, the Senate just had released a report saying that the FBI is not focused on domestic extremism, so maybe they they didn't do that. Maybe yeah. it's not uh, it's maybe, at all. Maybe they should be, though. Um, there was oh, just oh a, yeah? You uh, reckon? Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> 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 There was just Maybe. A, there was just a shooting at a um, LGBTQ bar, yeah. yeah, in Colorado Q Club. Um, we haven't seen the dude the name. Oh God! I was like, if this is some right wing moron who shot up the Q Club, these people are gonna lose their fucking yeah, minds. It, but yeah, it says it leaves five dead and twenty five wounded. 
Um, Damn. I think one of those people. I'm that, sure that's going to be some right wing bullshit. Yeah, I, one of the, I think one of those one of those people that uh, passed away was friends with a bunch of people I know from back home. I guess they maybe I could be wrong. They grew up in Tulsa and moved to Colorado, but uh, um, that's fucking sad and shitty. Did they have they <laughs> release? So. Five people dead. Anderson Lee Aldrich, 22, entered Q Club and began shooting people with a rifle. Um, what a piece of shit. Yeah, and Jesus apparently two Christ. people in the club subdued him. Yeah, so five people died, 25 were Two people began, two people, two people fought with Aldrich and stopped him from continuing to shoot. He was shortly arrested shortly after midnight. Uh, we don't know the motive behind the shooting. You don't know the motive behind the shooting? I think we uh, could probably guess. I think we could we'll make see. a solid guess. We'll uh, usually yeah. when somebody goes into a club full of a specific type of people and shoots it up, their motive is pretty clear that they don't especially like Especially lately, yeah. Yeah, especially as of lately. Fuck him, what and a piece of the shit. The entire fucking Republican Party is talking about LGTB, or LGTB people being the fucking most deadly threat to America every fucking day. Yeah. Um, there was sorry, a, was what drinking. else happened? But, uh, our hearts thing. go out to oh. those people. Sorry. I don't want to just bring yeah. it up and then just not talk about it and just be like, all right, yeah. moving on. But that's pretty shitty. And fuck that guy. The, uh, what was the other thing? Oh, speaking of shitty things, they're having that big soccer marathon built on a stadium of dead slaves. And you what? know, the world cups happening. Oh, oh Cup okay. Okay. <laughs> See, I, doesn't it sound crazy yeah, to say it like that? Yeah. <laughs> that's really what's happening. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Really what, and I was cracking up because they banned alcohol at the World Cup. Oh, really? Like, Why? Why guys. would they do that? Because it's Qatar. They're yeah, that's sure. They suck. Theocratic assholes. Yeah. I was like, dude, it's the World Cup. I'm like, so, okay, they, they clearly bribed FIFA like billions of dollars yeah. to get the World Cup there, right? And you'd think that they want to, like, put on a good face for the country, theoretically, especially after, like, 6,000 people just died building their facilities. Yeah. Like, maybe we could be cool. But they're like, no. They're, like, shutting people down to a recording. The people who – they're not allowing drinking. There was another ridiculous uh, – You're telling me too. they're not allowing – Excuse me. Oh, soccer? they don't allow kosher food. No kosher food. Really? They're disallowing it. Yeah. I was like, you guys are fucking Yeah, what a asshole. fucking asshole, dude. They can't even, like, stop. They're like, we have to be yeah, assholes. We have to be, we we have have to be the worst. Uh, the worst. While putting on a like, world event. I was like, no kosher event. food? What is wrong with you? Why does it matter at all? That shit is horrible. Dude, it makes zero sense to me at fucking all. Um, see, we recorded... And also, soccer be is soccer and drinking is like they go hand in hand. It's like I know, football I and know. drinking in like, the U.S. Dude, I'm what like, the fuck? I mean, but it's also in Qatar, so yeah. like, who the fuck can even go? To I wouldn't want to. Like, I, I wouldn't really even want to, to be honest. No, no, definitely not. Um, I just I thought that shit was so funny. I was like, "What a sh- giant global shit show that whole thing is." It seems like it's everything. weird that we like care. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, you know? all the time, all the time. Uh, there was another thing. I'm that to, I, I dude, I need to write shit oh, down. The last time we recorded was before the elections. 
Oh yeah, so yeah. So the yeah. happened now, and they were way better than I thought. Yeah. I don't feel nearly as fucking depressed all the time. It's kind of nice. Fucking. It's a uh, fucking the Democrats held the Senate without uh, um, the Georgia runoff, but then the Republicans announced they're going to take the House, and then four seconds later announced that they were going to investigate Hunter Biden's yeah. laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, when in doubt, <gasps> fall back on the laptop. That's what you got to do. I was looking at the conservative subreddits and threat and everything like during the like post election as results started coming in and like it was pretty interesting because they were they were really having a moment of reckoning not like are we unpopular or anything like yeah. that but, like we, maybe we did something wrong I'm like okay you're thinking yeah you're now getting you're getting there come on now yeah and I saw a bunch of comments who were like this happened because the Republicans ran on anti-democrats not like on policy and i was like dude that is their policy yeah they're- and then when the republicans take the house they're like hunter biden's laptop I'm yeah. like, oh, <laughs> you guys just can't do it <laughs> they're like they're saying inflation for eight months straight and then they're like and hunter biden's laptop and, and those are the two, yeah the two things that we're gonna run on are hating democrats and we're gonna check hunter biden's laptop again um, Which, it's not even real. Yeah, and not it's a been real thing. Like five years <laughs> or some shit. And I'm just like, stop. Who gives a fuck? You would think if it was real and substantial that something would have happened with it. And uh, but I guess these are the same people that think that like the election was stolen. So you can't really. Oh, it's not like true. you're really gonna reason with that. Oh, also, what is today? Today is um, our the pr- leader of the free world's. 80th birthday the most powerful military in modern history is run by an 80 year old man (laughs) so happy birthday joe yeah it seems to be an ongoing theme um in our country is just being ran by people who have been here the longest so we gotta cut that out that's so old. You I actually just saw. You shouldn't have one hand on the nuclear launch codes and one foot in the grave. I don't think that. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I just don't think that it's like a good way oh to run a country. God. I'm like, Joe Biden, tell me what a Bitcoin yeah. is. If you, if, you, if you don't know anything about it, get out. I, it's not even that I care about Bitcoin. I just don't think he has any can, idea about can you been in the last can you show me where your router is like just point in the general <laughs> direction and i will i will eat my words have you go ahead uh, and change the background on your phone yeah. <laughs> real quick for me real quick uh, what happens when the internet goes down uh you know where to plug it in and unplug it unplug it and plug it back in Dude, eighty. That's just I saw that news and I was like, "This is it's baffling to me." Exhausting. This Dude, is really exhausting. Just retire, like just Please. career politicians I mean, have are the worst. What's funny is you know the Republicans all the time are like, uh, "Joe Biden is so old; he basically has dementia." And then Trump just announced his second term or second, I guess, third campaign actually, and uh, he's gonna be. Like seventy seven when he starts. Yeah, I'm like you guys don't. He's right up there. Yeah, old. <laughs> like, what do you? What do you, they went to the same high school. Yeah, you and, know what I mean. Also, it's not even apart. a five year difference, bro. That's fucking no. Old. Those are both old people. We're all losing with Those both candidates. Fucking geriatric fucks. 
That being said, I'd probably still vote for Bernie. Sorry. Yeah, no, same. Uh, yeah. He'd be lit. Seems like the he, most dude, lucid old guy out Bernie, of the... Oh, truly. Yeah. Bernie seems like the kind of president who, like, he, like, know he was dying, and he's like, I gotta get as much yeah, crazy shit done, shit done yeah. in the next two <laughs> I gotta jam all these executive orders in, bring him in on his yeah. day. <laughs> you guys figure that shit out. I'm gonna die soon. Yeah, I'm just gonna sign off on these, and you can do whatever you want with them, and we'll call it good. So, see you later. I'm gonna die. Who cares? Our- let me, I need to get my water. Hold on. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have it. That's One cool. Second. I don't really feel like editing any of this out, so I'm just going to keep talking. Um, I was going to talk about that weird dream I had that if you were on my Snapchat, you saw, but I know Goose is going to give me shit, so okay, I don't want to talk right. about it. That's too, that's too thirsty. <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, nothing. I was talking about that okay. dream I had on my Snapchat that you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was I was mostly just being annoyed. I know, I, I know. Like, I figured as as you were like it's a long story. I'm like, all right, yeah. Well, I figured I I didn't really even see because I saw that you replied to it and was like I stopped listening here, and I thought that it was the moment where I just said I'm going to tell you about this dream I had, and you just being like because <laughs> you're like I don't like when people talk about their dreams. So I was like, all right, buddy, Jesus Christ. Um, I you got any other updates? Uh, I saw that your that guy, the person of interest, got transferred to county jail. Oh, did he? Yeah, I I don't know. I forgot. Yeah, I don't either. I forgot. I haven't looked up a whole lot about it recently. I've been fucking busy i check it like once a week to see if anything happens yeah, I, I, I just figured nothing was gonna happen for a while so i was like okay i'm just gonna see when we get an actual update about this um and i was gonna give it a couple weeks before i checked up on anything just so hopefully i would have some kind of good news oh, but yeah. um i also i mean it is the we're relying on the police here. Yeah, we're so relying on the police in um, relying on the police in a Oklahoma in the state of Oklahoma. So we're not really we're yeah. not, you're not going to get a whole lot out of it. So isn't there just some scandal about the Oklahoma police? I thought I saw something. Would not surprise me at all. Uh, the DOJ announced investigation into Oklahoma PD's response to mental health crises. Maybe that's what it was. Would not surprise me either. Just I mean, their response to mental health crises seems like it's probably just shooting yeah, them. Yeah, shoot them or tase them or act like they aren't there and book them for like public in-talks or something. That's yeah. I started watching this show called 1899. Um, we started watching it, and so... So the first, it's it's a wild show. It's a it's bananas. It's bonkers. It's Looney Tunes. And when we started watching okay. it, we noticed that the 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 ADR. Oh, shit, that. Yeah, it's pretty good. We noticed that the ADR was all fucked up. Like the people's mouths were moving, and the audio was like not matching up. And I was like, "Is this a foreign film?" But no, it's like a Netflix film. So. So I'm like, I'm like, what is the, like, I almost couldn't watch it because the fucking ADR was so bad. And we were just like, that's all we could focus on. And then I looked, I like hit the button once and I saw that like, for some reason, the settings automatically put it on like English dubbed in English with English being the original language. And I was like, why the (laughs) fuck would they do that? So yeah, so so, like I changed it back and it turns out because there's, there's like four or five different languages being spoken in the show. It's like, it's like German, Dutch, French, 
um, and a and a, and a oh, couple shit. others. Yeah, there's like a bunch of different nationalities on this ship, so they're all speaking a different language, and there's a language barrier there. Um, and uh, so I changed it back to that, and the ADR started matching up, and I was like, okay, this is fine now. I can watch this show, but it's really good. Um, it's got everything you would want. It's got ghost ships. It's got time travel. It's got dry handies on a boat deck, dude. It's got fucking. It is pretty much yeah. about everything. Yeah, yeah, everything you could ask for, dude. I mean, I'm interested. Angry, I'm intrigued, dude. Angry Polish people. It's it's wild. You could just say Polish people. Uh, what, oh, yeah, that's true. Is, is it is it actually good? It's you know it it's is like actually good. Yeah. good. It's kind of like one of the shows where you're like, what the fuck is happening? And then you're like, oh shit, okay, those people know each other and this, that, and the other. Um, uh, okay. it's like a mystery. It is definitely a mystery. It's like. Uh, Are they hour long episodes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did right. did you know the story I did about the Urang Medan? Um, it gives me yes. kind of those vibes, uh, big vibes like that. But it also deals with like time travel, and then there's like beetles everywhere, and this kid who doesn't fucking talk, but is somehow really annoying. Um, probably because he doesn't talk. Children really can be like that. Yeah, huh? it's crazy. It's crazy. But it is a good show. I do re- highly recommend it. I haven't finished it yet. If if my opinion changes throughout the course of that, I will let you know. But it's so far, it's pretty good. Okay, I've been looking for. It's good. Like there that. is. There is. There's a guy. Uh, he plays this dude named Jerome, and I I think like I think what they did because this guy has like snuck onto this ship. He's a black guy. And a lot of the first initial scenes of him take place in the bowels of the ship where they're, like, scooping coal. Um, and I think for them to, like, get him to show up better on camera or something, they made him, like, glistening and sweat. And it made it look like his features were, like, n- totally out of proportion to where he looked like a dude just... He looked like he was pulling a Robert Downey Jr. and, like, doing blackface. And we were like, we we're like, there's no <laughs> fucking... Like, no fucking way that Netflix put a dude in their show doing like, blackface. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I, I pulled up, like, the list of the cast, and I was like, okay, great. That is an actual black guy, and Netflix did not Filming. just fucking throw a left field to us. Filming... <laughs> A black dude covered in coal dust in a dark room yes. does sound yeah. pretty fucking yeah. hard. And then Soup also explained to me like how it goes back that cameras had not are not designed for you know pe- people of color and stuff true. like that, which is obviously yeah. you know uh, due That's to a racist past in uh, media and more diversity in tech. Yep, we we always make that. That's like kind of this. I mean, it's not, it's real. It's not a joke, but it's like a joke. My buddy and I say a lot because there is a lot of instances of weird shit like that. Like Tesla's will run over people of color more often because they're like trained on white people and shit like that. Uh, it was just, you know, it's fucking weird how all that stuff manifests. It is mad weird. It's so weird. I remember I saw on Twitter the other day that someone shared a picture of like Twitter staff before Elon Musk and after and like the before picture is like a lot of women and then the after picture is just like a bunch of dudes and there's like one woman way in the back like standing on her tippy toes to be in the picture and I was like oh that's that's not surprising but is also tough yeah that is very but I mean yeah if you're a lady working at Twitter and you find out Elon Musk is in charge who's like yeah he's got like 11 kids yeah he's like silenced like three sexual assault cases I would not be jazzed I'm gonna leave. Would no not way. be jazzed at all. Me. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Um, who goes first this week? Uh, you know, I, I'll go first. Fuck it. 
We'll, okay. fucking, we'll fucking throw this bitch out. Because uh, I think yours, yeah, is lo- yours is longer than mine. So, um, so I'm covering something like a little bit different. It's like, I don't know. It, it There is scamming involved. Um, there is definitely scamming involved. So... There's cons and frauds. Yeah, there's, there's cons and frauds. Bad, shady dealing. So I'm going to be talking about an incident involving a man by the name of Chris Marquise uh, of Fairhaven, Vermont. Um, Chris was a 27-year-old husband and loving father. He owned a store in Vermont called the CB Shack, and he spent his free time hunched over his desk on a CB radio chatting with other people over the airwaves. And he rocked an incredibly powerful setup uh, that had, he has he had illegally modified to broadcast his voice louder and further than citizen-owned radios were allowed, and he would frequently chat with fellow uh, radio operators, making connections with people across the U.S. as well as advertise his business and help other operators with their gear. Now, the kicker is is that Chris uh, was actually a 17-year-old kid, and the CB Shack was actually just his mom's house where he lived. Um, he was a CB radio enthusiast. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, sounds fine. All yeah. right. All right. <laughs> um, he was a CB radio enthusiast who, like I said earlier, used his illegally modified radio equipment to dominate the airwaves. And boy, howdy, was he a fucking menace on the microphone. Um, he, oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. So he used the, uh, he goes by the tag name Psycho or Taz, either or, and he would, uh, regularly get on the quote working man's channel, uh, which was a CB channel that truckers would use to get information on weather directions and like speed traps. And he would just fucking clog up the channel with dialogue and would like use like <sighs> noisemakers, like you'd hear an old timey yes. radio station to drown out anyone who would try to get through on the channel. And he did it all day. Um, kind of love that because I have so many truckers around us. Plus, they assaulted our vehicle. Yeah, your vehicle. Yeah, uh, that's fair. So I, I, the idea of just like running a jammer around yeah. my neighborhood. I love. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> so he would regu- he would regularly get into heated arguments on the radio with other people, and he's a seventeen. It was he was like in a Call of Duty. This is his Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two lobby. Uh, from early 2000s. Um, this, but so when he was in this argument, there was really no holding him back. In interviews I read with people who knew him on the airwaves, they were like, he said things to people I couldn't ever imagine saying to another person. Um, oh, and we had when <laughs> really is like a modern warfare yeah. too <laughs> Um And uh, when Chris wasn't being a menace on the radio and verbally abusing people, he would chat with his girlfriend, another CB enthusiast, whom he met on Channel One, a channel frequently used for socializing and banter. Um, Chris lived with his mother, Sheila, and from what I read, Sheila was kind of an enabler. Uh, Chris was the baby of the family, and he suffered from a condition called retinitis pigmentosa which rendered him blind at night and his vision narrowed during the day and it was progressively getting worse so he had to like at night he was supposed to use a cane to walk around and stuff like that but he didn't like it so he would just stay inside all throughout the night and stuff like that he was very much um a loner uh he also didn't really get along with people at his school people in like the wired article i read they were like yeah he was kind of a punk he was addicted to people he got beat up a lot like just kind of a loner. It, yeah. up a blind dude, right? <laughs> I, dude, I don't know, man. If I, I get it, listen, if I get it, you're upset 
at the world, I respect that. But don't be a fucking dick to me and get in my face about it because I will hit you, even though you can't see it coming. Is there any limit? Would you any? Who would you not lay out? Nobody. So in a wheelchair? <laughs> You'd lay a dude out in a wheelchair for his words. So, funny story. Um, that almost <laughs> happened. So, so, I was at a party one time. <laughs> and, uh, All right. <laughs> I wouldn't lay out a fucking guy in a wheelchair. I probably would never lay out a blind guy. But I was at a party in El Paso a long time ago. It was me and my tattoo artist. And uh, I was walking into the back gate of this party. And this guy in a wheelchair behind me like hit his wheel against the back of my shoe and i was like oh shit my bad he was like yeah get the fuck out of my way and i was like okay cool bro sounds good um and so night goes on this dude gets fucking hammered drunk and it somehow ends with like us in the middle all of us like all the people at the party in the middle of the street and he's just fucking like yelling at this dude and this guy's like standing there like what are you talking about bro and the wheelchair <laughs> guy tries to swing on him and the guy takes a step back because the dude who swung at him is in a wheelchair <laughs> and just fucking whoops the shit out of him and then like punches him a little bit and everybody walks up and separates it and one guy like, like all right, one uh, guy pulls out a knife and the dude who hit the wheelchair guy was like listen man he swung on me first guy with a knife was like that's fair understand and then wheelchair guy puts his knife away? yeah puts his knife away yeah Boy, um I've never seen anyone so reasonable yeah. pulling a knife out like that. and then wheelchair oh, guy <laughs> tries to swing again but misses and falls out of his chair um and then leave him. D- yeah, yeah and server was like trying to kind of help him and he was like fuck off i could do it my own blah 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 and we were just oh, like my. listen man like i get it like i would be angry at the world too i understand it and i and i you know it's it's got to be it's living with a disability like that is something i will never know uh, and i hope to never nah. know but like come on dog like take it easy you're really just fucking uh, swinging yeah. at everybody um and then and, he, and like really though you're in a wheelchair my guy yeah like, someone's gonna lay you out yeah like, like it's no matter how strong no matter how many push-ups you do you're still in a wheelchair yeah, go upstairs. It's you not gonna. I mean? Yeah, like, it's not gonna be hard yeah. to do that. But yeah, it was. Uh, no. It was definitely. And uh, they always have the out. You know, yeah. you never have the out of a fight if you're That's in true. a wheelchair. You beat up a guy. You you don't win in that one. You either get beat up by a guy in a wheelchair or you beat up a guy in a wheelchair. And there's no spinning that story to where you. And everyone's look, like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think getting beat up probably the better option because you can be like, man, he's in a fucking wheelchair, dude. What do you want me to do? What am I gonna do? Hit yeah. him? Yeah. yeah. Just turn exactly. turn him around or something. But he was like actually huge and he yeah. actually beat your yeah. ass. You're like. Oh, yeah. I wasn't gonna hit, I wasn't gonna hit a guy in a wheelchair. Yeah, <laughs> um, that is funny. I just remembered that story when you said that. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> um, so Sheila was kind of an enabler. He had that. He had a progressive, uh, you know, eye condition that was getting worse. Uh, Sheila gave Chris whatever he wanted. They would apparently both routinely shoplift together. Um, they would just go to stores and do a little mother son larceny, which is what it is. What it is, you got to do what you got to do. I respect it. I stole my mom too. Yeah, hey, you got to do what you got to do, man. Um, and like, uh, there's a guy named Gonzo that was like Chris's only friend, who was a guy who owned a CB radio shop that he talked to on the airwaves, uh, like a town over. And he was like, "Yeah, I'd go into their house and I'd always wear gloves because I didn't want to touch anything because everything in that fucking house was hot." And I was like, all right, I guess that's fair. Totally understand that. Yeah, um, fair. Chris also made extra money on the side by selling slash trading radio equipment with other enthusiasts over the internet. But a lot of the time, those trades was actually just Chris scamming people uh, out of their money. He would basically 
he would post in chat rooms and forums stating, you know, he oh, I own this business, CB Shack, and anyone looking to buy and trade or sell radio equipment should email me. So what he would do is he would strike up a deal with top people for, like, a trade for, like, top dollar radio stuff, like $800 worth of shit. Um, and or they would send a check via the mail for him to send some kind of equipment and he would send them a fake tracking number and make it look like he kept up his end of the deal and when they figured out they had just been scammed out of their equipment or money he would stop answering their calls he would stop answering their emails all types of shit um so Chris became kind of notorious for this a member a member named Tomcat on a popular CB radio forum that Chris had scammed, put out a post asking anyone who had been scammed by C by CB Shack to send in their stories via email, and uh, boy howdy, did those stories start to flood in. Tomcat, oh, would, yeah, fucking a, yeah, Tomcat. Once it's at that stage, you're already yeah, done. You're for. done. You're done. But this is once your victims start rallying together. You're this fucked. is like mid to late '90s, so it's like you're not as fucked as you would be today. You know, you could you could rebrand and nobody would know. Um, so Tomcat would regularly post. Wait, I thought you said it was the early 2000s at some point. Uh, no, I said early 2000s in reference to Modern Warfare 2 lobbies. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so Tomcat would regularly post about Chris and threaten him one post reading, I am posting ads about that crook all over the internet. The address I have is Washington Street, Fairhaven, Vermont. Don't mail this liar any money or you'll be poorer but wiser. If I can find someone to pay the two-way airfare, I will go and collect everyone's money back and give him some severe dental problems to deal with. Are you listening, Chris? When you see a six foot five inch dark haired man at your door, you better duck, because I will be out to drop the mall on your noggin, dude. Uh, oh, quite so the threat, dude. I, yeah. I also, oh god, I, I never believe anybody's height and weight on the internet. Yeah, never, everybody ever. It's such a thing on on like Reddit for people to be like, uh, me and my three six five three hundred pound brother yeah, with yeah, a yeah. tattoo. I'm like, no, Shut this up, is nerd. I don't believe any of yeah. this. Get I don't out of believe here. any of this. Um, so Chris had been running this hot scam for quite some time. It was netting him quite a bit of money as well. He had a lot of high dollar equipment. He would keep that, uh, he would keep, he would keep what he wanted and for his collection. And then he'd sell the rest and use the money to further fuel his hobby. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, uh, on March 19th, 1998, UPS drops off, a, drops a delivery off at Chris's mother's house. Uh, Sheila had just gotten home from work. She picks up the package. She saw that it was addressed to Chris, and she brings it to him in his room. Chris, at the time, was on the radio chatting with his girlfriend, which he did all the... They talked all the time. When he wasn't at home, he had a handheld radio he would bring with him, and they would talk in his mom's minivan until he got too far for the signal. Oh, yeah, um, there's no phones. Yeah, right. yeah, I was like, what the fuck? No cell phones, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... It was addressed to Chris. She brings it to his room. Chris is talking to his girlfriend. He's like, yeah, I got this package. It's weird. Like, it's addressed to me from Samantha Brown uh, in Ohio, but I don't know anybody that name, and I don't know anybody that lives in Ohio. So his mother is sitting on the edge of the bed while he's opening this box. He slices open the box only to find a smaller box inside, and it's also surrounded by, like, packing peanuts. Um, Chris being like, uh, you know, I don't know who this person is. Hope, you know... Joking around is like, I bet it, you know, it could be a bomb. And when he cuts open that second package, it detonates and explodes. Uh, it really was a it really bomb. Really was a bomb. Yeah. Um. So. Oh my. Yeah. God. Yeah. 
So smoke and fire filled the house. Chris tried to run out of the house but collapsed only after a few steps. Um, he had suffered multiple like lacerations to his abdomen and had uh, like most of his oh. thigh had been blown off. Um, it's like she, a real bomb. Uh, actual bomb, yes. So Sheila. This is because he scammed people on the internet? Mm hmm. Dude, Sheila attempted. This guy's like, oh, I'm gonna go and knock his teeth out. Yeah, I'm a big guy, and they blow him up. Blows him up. Fucking <laughs> lunatic. So Sheila, Sheila attempted to crawl to Chris, but collapsed. She was missing. Uh, her one of her kneecaps had been completely blown off, oh! uh, and she was missing most of the fingers on her right hand. Um, what was this bombing dude, yeah. so local luckily ems response time was quick because they lived literally right next door to the police station so like like the police chief was on the phone in his office and heard the explosion and like put his phone down and ran outside <laughs> and he saw that it was wow. coming from their house yeah so he goes in he starts administering Holy aid shit. and ems becomes gets in or out it took it took like a squad car to roll up in like three minutes um, so both are transported Still three minutes. Yeah. Forever. I mean, for I back up, basically the police chief was there yeah. in a matter of like a minute, maybe. Um, but so both are transported to the hospital. Sheila would end up recovering from her injuries, but unfortunately Chris would die shortly after getting in the hospital, no. uh, or getting in the ambulance. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, there, there was a quote that said like, she asked how long it took for him to pass. And they were like, we had him when he was there when we, Left the house. We was there when we put him in the ho- we put him in the ambulance, but we had lost him by the time we reached the bridge uh, near their house because uh, he had uh, he had uh, his femoral artery had been severed, so he was like bleeding out. Like it was, Dude, yeah. There's no. I, going I back just from that. watched. I've seen probably two hundred Russian men, maybe five hundred, die by from like random shrapnel grenades or crazy is how many explode next to them and they like run away yeah. and i'm like no shit yeah, yeah and then this guy like actually dies from it i'm like mm-hmm. that would have been a pretty powerful fucking bomb yeah so um the so he chris passes away he's a 17 year old kid you know he might have been a shitty kid who wasn't a shitty kid but he doesn't deserve to get killed we shouldn't blow uh, up yeah, blind kids yeah exactly <laughs> it should be the name of the episode you shouldn't blow up blind kids <laughs> uh, it's the least controversial thing i've ever said yeah. <laughs> so the bomb itself was a devastating device it was packed tightly with gunpowder uh the outside of the bomb the bomb so it was a pipe bomb it was packed with gunpowder the Makes outside sense. of the metal container was coated in hex nuts um to maximize the fucking oh, carnage yeah yeah holy shit um, yeah so the explosion was so powerful though that it blew a hole in not only the ceiling but the floor as well um it was oh a, it, it was a fucking bomb like not just like that's a, not even like a grenade yeah that's like bigger than yeah. a grenade that's like a bomb bomb so holy shit dude yeah it's crazy so don't the, mess with radio enthusiasts no, weird skills <laughs> yeah. dude <laughs> so the name and address from the package turned out to be a dead end obviously so after this obviously. story breaks so the story breaks tomcat the guy who made those original posts he makes a post basically saying he's innocent he's like i didn't like him i made some vague threats about beating him up but i would never blow i would never send a bomb through the mail uh, so he Dude. actually calls the FBI and is like, 
Hey, I didn't. Yeah, blow yeah, up. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Hey, I just want to get ahead of this real quick." Um, so that's that would, dude. To hear that news that he got blown up and you made that post, dude. Like, yeah, oh, I'm like, fuck. God. So after <laughs> this happens, Tomcat kind of just disappears. He like doesn't post again. Um, yeah, I'm sure that was the, for the advice of his lawyer. Yeah. So this kind of opens the FBI up. So Tomcat calls and tells him the FBI basically like, "Hey, I made these posts. He's been doing this, but I did not blow this." kid up um so the fbi kind of gets the idea that chris had like made quite a bit of enemies doing what he was doing so while searching the house for further evidence they find the name and address and phone number of a man named chris dean now dean had been one of the people that chris had ended up scamming dean sent him an 800 dollars radio it was called like a cobra or something and or no i'm sorry Scratch the Cobra. I think that's the radio Chris sold them. I don't know. Whatever. So Dean sends this guy an eight hundred uh, sends Chris an eight hundred dollar radio, and Chris in return is supposed to send him a four hundred dollar radio. Uh, but he ends up sending him a radio from the seventies that didn't work. Um, so Dean was also so Dean. This guy Dean was a truck driver and radio enthusiast who was known to be nothing but kind. Over the airwaves, he was courteous, like he was not a menace like Chris was, uh, and all his friends and, and landlord knew him to be a nice guy who also had like a slight bit of OCD. He kept his house spotless. His landlord said his yard was like AstroTurf length. It was always manicured, and he consistently watched his two cars, which was like a Corvette and some Jeep. So apparently when Chris scammed Deem, he began calling Chris's house regularly and threatening to show up on his doorstep and uh, to give him a good scare. And Chris's mom would regularly have to lie and tell Dean that Chris wasn't there. At one point, going as far to say that Chris had gotten put in jail in a different state, so Dean would stop calling. That's smart. That's yeah. a good one. So Dean, uh, FBI begins looking into Dean. Dean's employer confirms that his truck route, because he was a trucker, ends up placing him at the city that the package had been shipped from. Uh, So a close friend of Dean's ended up coming forward and cooperating with the FBI as a confidential witness, a a CW, um, stating that Dean had discussed with him about some trouble he was having with someone in Vermont. The CW said that he helped Dean set up his computer to access the Internet and that Dean was looking up instructions on how to build a bomb, a pipe bomb specifically. Holy uh, shit. And then, hey, I've been hearing about this Internet. Yeah. Dude. You got to show me. <laughs> yeah. So well, why? What do you need? I'm, I'm going to blow up yeah, the 17-year-old. Yeah. Just And, and granted, granted, Dean did not know that Chris was 17. He knew – he thought – because uh, online Chris had portrayed himself as a 27-year-old Dude, and like when him and Dean were emailing each other, he even like Chris would send pictures of his kids and like wife and everything um, like that. And like, okay, oh, this is my family, okay. blah, blah, blah. So he had no idea this was a kid. Um, yeah, that's wow. And yeah. it's the internet in the 90s, so he didn't find Yeah, you can't really. Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's um, weird. So, um, so. CW helps Dean set up his internet. Dean starts looking for instructions on how to build a pipe bomb. It's it is it's speculated. Probably a little porn. Yeah, yeah, it probably looks yeah. That's porn. the first place to go. So he's like bombs. He goes, okay, uh, help me out, bud. Where's the porn? Yeah. How do I see the titties? How do I bookmark <laughs> this website? Um, so it's mostly it's speculated that Dean most likely got his hand on the online version of the Anarchist Cookbook. Um, it's kind of a thing that the the written copy of the Anarchist Cookbook is shit. Like the the recipes are both like suck. They're not good. But 
If you've ever seen the online version, it is a whole yeah. nother ballpark. The online version, the, like the actual Anarchist Cookbook's like a hundred pages. The online version's like a thousand pages, and it's got some <laughs> insanely correct recipes in that bitch. Um, so, so we are told. We were just yeah, told so we've been it. told. We yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I've heard about. Yeah. So the CW also stated that five days before the bombing, Dean had told him that he quote was going to send a guy a package in the mail, and boy is he going to be surprised. So why did he say? I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> you clown. Yeah, you, you absolute TV buffoon. Show clown. Yeah. So, oh, I'm gonna get him. He says, putting the mail in. Yeah, you fucking idiot. So the feds end up arresting Dean. They scour his house for evidence, and the whole thing from like putting Dean as a suspect to arrest took like 30 hours. Um, oh, yeah, it was wow. it was quick. It was quite. It was. I mean, he sounded quick. sloppy as. Fuck. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> very sloppy. But so uh, we'll talk about his sloppiness. Hold on. So the, oh, okay. the feds end up arresting Dean and Scour's house for evidence, and they find a number of things. Uh, they find the styrofoam that was used in packaging the 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 package that was. The hell is that? Is that your phone? Oh, is that mine? It was it. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I need to take one. No, you're good. Yeah. <clears throat> um, they find styrofoam that matches the same that was in the package. They find the end caps, the same kind of end caps that were used in the pipe bomb. They find like residue of like gunpowder in a funnel. This isn't enough really to Jesus. This isn't enough to convict him though, because these are just shit you can buy anywhere. So they're like, you know, we need harder evidence. Um uh they also found a blast hole in his backyard where he had tested a prototype <laughs> of the bomb. <laughs> um and also nobody was like curious like- when he blew up something in his backyard. Um and like when I was- <laughs> This this the thing is he's just like I don't know something just turned this man on someday and, and he's just like it, everything is so methodical you know he's like gotta make a practice see how yep. that works get the internet try to figure out how to do that and yeah then I'm gonna mail it and then I'll cackle my night yeah mailing it so like an idiot. so. By all facts of this it seems like Dean was like just a dude who who like kind of he was. He was a, a no prior convictions, nothing, and just he just kind of got he got set off. But there is some things that I read that kind of makes him seem like a shady fellow. I'll talk about those in a minute. Oh, okay, and like okay. Chris's friend Gonzo, the only friend that he had, and Gonzo was this guy, this older man who owned a C, actually did own a CB shop in town over that Chris would go visit. He would help Gonzo like set up his computer, and Gonzo taught him everything he knew about radios, and like. He heard over the the CB that there had been an explosion in Fairfield, Vermont, and like Gonzo was like, Chris probably fucking blew a transformer setting up all his illegal equipment. And then when he figured out like that it was an actual explosion that killed Chris, he was like fucking devastated. But so, um, one of the most damning, two damning pieces of evidence that got Dean convicted was. They found in Chris's house one of the batteries that was used as the ignition for the bomb, and the lot number on that battery matched the lot number that Dean on batteries Ooh. Dean had in his house. Which I'm like, dude, if you're gonna Ooh. build a fucking bomb, like get rid of literally everything you use. Like, don't. I was like, I'm like, you said he he did it in his backyard. Yeah, he had yeah. the dirty funnel. He had the same batteries. I'm like, what the fuck? Sloppy. That is sloppy. Ridiculous. Get, if, if I remember, remember in the Brian Wells case, they couldn't source a single fucking part on yeah. that thing. 
Yeah, it was just random as scrap. You fucking, they just could Yeah, as you do. should. Um, That's and, a real professional right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, another thing was, obviously, they found a file on Dean's computer about constructing a bomb. Now, he had originally... <laughs> He had originally deleted that file, but what he didn't he know, know what he didn't know was that he when he sent it to his printer to print off the instructions, it made a copy of the file on the printer that he didn't delete. This guy not printing everything off, printing all of his bomb instructions off at the library. What a fucking amateur. Yeah, fucking doing that at home. Dude, yeah, you don't need that at me. home. Um so ever process- since I learned about the btk killer that they could locate some like they could tell what it was printed on yeah i was like oh my god oh shit really so like good opsec yeah to know them. jesus um so the prosecutors had initially sought the death penalty but eventually uh dean was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole so um one of the big things that they talked about was how christine had like no prior convictions and stuff like that. But in the Wired article I read, um, one of Dean's friends who owned a CB shop was like walking around, was like basically walking around the grocery store one day when he saw Dean's wife. And this is after he got arrested and everything like that. Saw Dean's wife and Dean's wife was like, basically, Hey, like we're, you know, obviously Dean's in prison. So like, we don't have money. Can you come over and like appraise the equipment that he has to see how much I could sell it for. And he's like, yeah, of course he goes to their house and he starts looking at all this equipment and he's like, and he doesn't tell the wife, but in his head, he's like, that's crazy. My shop got broken into and robbed like a while ago. And this is all the equipment that was stolen from my shop. And he's like, I will pay you zero dollars, bitch. Give me this back. (laughs) So he basically, he said, he basically said like, it made sense that one, Dean wouldn't go to the police about the scamming or anything like that because and why he took such a weird trade basically trading an $800 radio for a $400 radio um why he would take such a low ball trade because he's basically cleaning it so he's got something yeah, that he needs yeah. he doesn't want that hot equipment eventually all that shit ended up being seized by the police anyways so uh Aww. yeah which is shitty uh, I feel bad for his dude, wife yeah his wife she didn't yeah. know about any of this no and I'm like not. He, it's so he, but he didn't have any priors. So still, I mean, this. Why did this guy start stealing and murdering? I don't know. You know, I think, That's, dude. I think he didn't have any priors because he grew. He, what this is the nineties. I think he was like thirty when this happened, something like that. So he grew up in oh, a time where, as long oh, as you were okay. a upstanding looking white guy, like you could basically get away with anything. Um, yeah, and true. I don't know the day he got sentenced. I can't find the date that I, I found updates from like 2000, but like, I don't know the actual day he got sentenced, but he ended up getting life in prison without the possibility of parole instead of the death penalty. Cause they were seeking the death penalty. Cause I think one of the charges he got charged like capital murder and knowingly, well, I don't know how they phrase it. It was like knowingly detonating explosive device that could endanger aircraft. Uh, cause that, cause like pieces oh, of nailed it. yeah and pieces of the bomb were found like three lots away from where it detonated like it was a fucking killed Holy it shit. killed one person and maimed another person like uh chris's mom has to like live with like a permanent like brace on her leg that keeps the pins and everything in place that like goes through her leg it's fucking wild dude wow yeah but that is uh, oh my yeah. god 
What a weird story. Dude, that yeah. guy inside you inside every man there are two wolves yeah and, uh, <laughs> the wrong one was awoken in yeah that yes it was that is and so like, nuts even though he had no priors but he had like apparently a shady history of like stealing and stuff like that like jumping from like larceny to like mur a capital to, murder to, like is, meticulous yeah land murder bombing you know? and like even it even someone who's not like a criminal would think like sending a bomb through the mail is like a there's just so many like like, I get making a package bomb and then driving to that person's house and, like, delivering it yourself, but, like, putting it through... He sent it through UPS. So it's like... Yeah. They're, like, notoriously bad with handling packages, man. One then wrong I, toss I and that thing fucking that detonates. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I hated to say it, but I was like, this guy did a pretty good job. Like, yeah. He, he put did. together yeah, a, a very fucking decent bomb. It, even through all the handling... Like, Unabomber quality shit. Yeah. Like, the Unabomber was way harder to trace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it yeah yeah it's fucking Dang. crazy but yeah it's a wild story bonkers Bananas. at least the scammer got his yeah, yeah. am i right <laughs> yeah right <laughs> fucking i can't uh, imagine. Dude, and funny. i i would like to think that like if he knew that chris was a 17 year old kid he probably would have never done this but like he thought it was some adult dude who was like fucking people over regularly and it's just some kid who was like a shitty kid, which is what you are when you're a kid. You have no conscience, yeah. you have no moral compass, and he didn't care. And his mom enabled them. He, because Chris always thought that, like, he always had this era that, this era around him that, like, his mom would protect him from anything, which she uh, consistently did. So he just never thought he would, you know, face consequences. Which, unfortunately, the consequences he lost his life, which he shouldn't have. Yeah, but yeah, man, it's, way, it's a fucking way a, over the line. I was like. I was like, you know what? If someone shows him beat this dude's ass, all right. Yeah. Whatever. It happens. You know, that, that's, that's fair. You know, but uh, no, you shouldn't bomb him. Yeah. No. That's, Fuck no. I, I am just fascinated by what turned that guy to just Dude, yeah. go I know. feral. You yeah. know? It's so weird. It's fucking uh, Man, crazy. and then the, the mom, I mean, that's just ultra tragic. Yeah, that is like, hella tragic. Yeah. Um, fucking insane experience because chris was like chris was her youngest so she like babied him and everything and then like he had an older sister and when i was reading that wired article it was basically like uh at the time before that happened his sister and his mom were not on speaking terms and then they briefly reconnected and then they were estranged after the wired article article followed up on everything um so yeah it's uh, interesting it's a it's a i was i was thinking i was like man you know in no way is it like his fault he died no absolutely not if if i learned that someone went through all these steps to blow up my son because he was such a twat all the time (laughs) i'm like this is my fault yeah yeah you fucking he is the, the, the. I've never had anyone so motivated to be mad at me. Yeah, you know? me neither. I, I always aim for if I'm out of their sight, they forget about. Yeah, it. that's kind of what level it is. Of yeah. Anger. yeah. <laughs> if but you don't see me, we're good. We're good. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, let me grab uh, my vape charger real quick. Um, just okay, we'll edit this out. Oh God damn it! You're not gonna fill. Now you airwaves. want me to chat, bro? I All did right, it when you chat. went away. So fucking get hold the airwaves up. I don't want to do any editing. I'll I'll fill them up with my noise. Um, the 
I'm not actually going to. I'm just going to be really quiet for a little bit and then he, and just not tell him about it. Would that be funny? Probably not. I think he'd be mad. Uh, I think he'd be mad about it. Shit. Hold on. There, oh, there he is. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, and he's not even going to review it, guys. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you ready for mine? Yeah, let's hear it. Mine involves zero bombs. I'm oh, going to spoil shit. that right away. Damn. Yeah. I do have an update. Oh, I forgot to talk about this before. Billy McFarland is released from prison. Oh, really? The Firefest founder is out of prison to make up the $26 million that he owes in restitution. Nice. He immediately, upon being released from prison, announced his face, <laughs> announced his plan for a 99 clue scavenger hunt in the Bahamas. What? I don't understand. I've read a few things about it. I didn't see how he was planning on monetizing it, but yeah. this was related to it. Turns out, he is a fugitive from the law in the Bahamas. And if he showed up in the fucking Bahamas, they told everybody, tell us if you see him, we're gonna fucking arrest Billy. He's <laughs> well, not welcome. <laughs> What's up with this That's dude? That's the first what? thing Billy did out That's of prison. That's crazy. That he is never insane. Dude, yeah, never stops plotting in various plots and schemes. And also, what, what's this guy's fucking obsession with the Bahamas, bro? Just let it go. <laughs> do, like, do it somewhere else. <laughs> what the, I don't know, man. They American don't like Samoa. you. Yeah. You know, fuck. They don't like, like you at all over there. And, like, I don't know. The thing is, if you owe $26 million, like... You got to do some wacky shit. You'll never pay it off. Yeah, and no. have money after. No, yeah, never. absolutely not. But I'll go get a real job and start working. Like, no, no, you you're never paying that yeah. money off. So his really his only hope is fucking outrageous moonshot idea yeah, that true. pulls off, like a scavenger hunt, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> like a <laughs> whatever that plan was. Yeah, what a what an. He probably charged people four thousand dollars. Imagine a Firefest scavenger hunt. Like I would like to. Yeah, I would like to know. Explain any of it. People are like kayaking between islands. Dude. They don't have any idea where. And also, going. what makes you think after what you did, you would be like, "I want to do a ninety-nine clue scavenger hunt." The prizes are going to be huge, and people are like, "Yeah, you're totally <laughs> truthful and honest about that." So, <laughs> I'll I'll pay for it, I guess. Oh, uh, so I did want to do that update. Um, mine. Shockingly, the story starts in 1991, so there will be no Miracle Tonics full of cocaine and animal cum. Damn, it's just going to be pretty. I know. It's it's a that's going to be my next one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sources included this really good article that I ended up just being fascinated by uh, from The Cut and Vanity Fair. They both had super long articles about it. They were really interesting. Nice. nice. And I read stuff about the netflix documentary but i didn't end up watching it because there's almost a netflix documentary about goddamn everything that yeah, i there is. have found apparently. yeah so um the antagonist of our story is anna sorokin born in 1991 outside of moscow to a working class mother and father she lived a fairly normal life for someone raised in russia in the 90s and uh she, until she moved with her family in, to germany in 2007 because her dad got an exact job at like some solar panel panel company that's way to go uh then he opened his own business she got sent to catholic grammar school where she struggled with learning german and like a typical teen was obsessed with fashion blogs like vogue flicker all sorts of bullshit you know oh okay i think <laughs> um, i know who you're talking about now i don't know the whole story don't but spoil i'm it. not gonna spoil anything i don't know the whole story but i know like the, kind of the the 
short back of the book summary. You didn't watch the Netflix documentary? No, no, uh, no. Absolutely not. So she graduated in 2011. And wow, I was like, wait, that's only like 11 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And moved to London to attend an art school where she promptly washed out. Uh, The next year, she interned in Paris for a French fashion magazine called Purple. She made about 400 euros a month. And all of her rent was paid for by her parents. Nice. This was around the time that Sorkin began using the name Anna Delvey. She said it was because it was based on her mother's maiden name. It's not her mother's maiden name. It has nothing to do with the family at all. They okay. have, she just made it up. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes she, she just later made a name up. Just, yeah, whatever. Sure. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, like our friend Bert. He just became Bert. Yeah, he, yeah, that, that is true. He just he did just become Bert. Or simply decided yeah. to change his name. Or I have a friend named Ricky. Or well, his name is John, but we called him Ricky the entirety of us growing up because his dad decided to call him it one day. No Ricky in his name, but that's what we called him. And now, now he's trying to go by John, and I'm like, listen, buddy, you're it's, Ricky. I'm sorry. Yeah, the ship is sorry, yeah, ship is sorry my friend. <laughs> I am sorry. Um, so in 2013. She makes her way to New York City for Fashion Week, and she notices that it's a lot easier to make friends when you can speak the same language as the people. You so she say. decides to, yeah, to transfer to the New York City Purple office for a bit, and then she quits. I also thought it was interesting that her English was so good, yeah. being born in Russia and Germany. I was like, that's the Engli- easiest language yeah, for her. Yeah. <laughs> but it, anyway, so she... Uh, Quits the New York office because she has a brilliant idea. There it is. Brilliant. Damn, that's twice. She, Shit. It's twice? All right. Yeah, twice. <laughs> she was going to start the Anna Delvey Foundation, a private club slash art museum slash hotel restaurant bakery. Uh, what? We'll get more into that. So it took some it took some finagling okay. but to get this whole thing done. So she she's she's got to, you know, lay the steps in motion. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So she's staying at the Howard Deluxe, a fancy hotel that rich people probably recognize by name, and she's staying in a su- suite for uh, four hundred a night. Jesus, which is a lot of money. Yeah, that is a that's lot a lot of money. money. She was well known among the staff. She spent a lot of time chatting with everybody, particularly this one concierge that she befriended named Neff. She's going to come up a lot, so we need to remember her name okay. this time, guys. Right. It's Neff. Neff, uh, like the like beans. Jeff with an N. Oh. Uh, or like a bean. She was also extremely generous, giving out $100 bills as tips for literally anything. Like if you brought up her luggage, brought up a package, gave her food service, $100 every time. Dude, it was hell fight yeah. To get, was yeah, that's pretty cool. That is pretty tight. Um, the re- that being said, most people did not like her because she just sat around and talked to all of them all the fucking time. It was really annoying and like kind of classist and rude. Like yeah. she'd be like, you say things like, "You guys are so broke," and they're like, "Yeah, dude, literally, yeah. we're what, actually yeah. poor people." Poor people. Like, yeah. I, and also yeah, just stop. talking all the time, I'd be like, just "Shut up! I don't want to listen to you anymore." Shut up! Yeah, just stop. Yeah. So 
but yeah, you know, they're still going to fight to bring up her shit because they're going to get a hundred bucks for it. Yeah. She spent money rapidly. Her money was, her room was filled with bags from expensive shops, clothes, all Balenciaga and other fashion names that I only know from rap songs. Nice. nice. Uh, one time she took her friend Neff to this personal trainer life coach for celebrities and she liked it so much, she paid like $4,500 for like a bank of sessions right Jesus Christ. So she's dropping, yeah, cash. Yeah, what um, fucking, is it all parents' money? So she hosted a lot of dinners okay. with lots of rich, famous people, which was a big part of Neff's job. Because she would like, she was a concierge, so she'd be like, oh, you can go here, I'll call this person for you. So she ends up like kind of doing a lot of this shit for her. Okay. Um. She and it's a lot of famous people. Neff told a story that she went with her to uh dinner and fucking Macaulay Culkin was there. She dude, sat nice. next to Macaulay Culkin, dude. Yeah, Macaulay I was like, Culkin's and, great. And it was, dude, it was funny because she was like, everybody was just talking about their daily stuff, and I wanted to be like, are you Michael Jackson's godfather yeah. to his kids? You know, like <laughs> <laughs> ask him all these Macaulay Culkin questions. Um, so she was a busy socialite and from outsider's perspective she seemed to know everyone in the city she knew a lot of fucking people um at one point she goes to venice with this chinese art museum founder named huang and um she was like hey man can you just book the tickets in the hotel on your car and i'll get you back my uh, liquidity i got shit i'm busy rich people and he's He's like, all right, whatever. A little kind of weird, but sure. And uh, she didn't pay him back. Nice. Uh, but he just kind of forgot about it because it wasn't a lot of money. Just yeah. like a few grand. Just a few like grand. thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, it is what it he is. He literally says in the article, uh, it wasn't a lot of money, just a few thousand. Like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, buddy. Must <laughs> be uh, nice. Uh, if someone owed me thousands of dollars and didn't pay me back, I'm going to be, be a little upset. It. Yeah. So... She's hosting dinners, socializing, making networks, working towards her grand goal. In 2014, she hires a PR firm to throw a birthday party for her, which I was like, man, I didn't know. You could do that. I didn't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That is way above my pay grade. (laughs) (laughs) If I was really rich. And I was like, I want to have a party, but someone plan it for yeah. me. I wouldn't know who to go. No, I, I didn't know, know you could hire to. PR firms for that. My, the thing I would probably do is hit up like a concert venue. Yeah. Like, can you guys do anything? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't, I have no idea. I, but yeah, so there were PR firms that did that for her. And uh, Huang even went to this uh, event, even though she fucking owes him thousands. But what's a few grand between friends? Yeah, what do you? And what is a few grand between friends? And uh, he thought it was fine, but he did have a moment of realization. He started to get a little worried because after the party, he posted a picture on Instagram with her, and the restaurant reached out to him on Instagram. They messaged him, and they were like, "Hey, man." Do you have uh, her number or any contact info because she hasn't paid for anything at the restaurant? Oh, and he was like, he was like, ooh, that's, that's not good. Probably not good. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm probably not going to get my money back. He, he definitely <laughs> not figured yeah. that one out. Pretty quick. So, and, and this is a constant theme. No one seems to know where she's getting her money, which is why I didn't answer your question. Okay, that makes sense. One guy thought that she was the daughter of an oil titan. Another thought she was the daughter of a Russian diplomat. And uh, one guy was like, oh, she's with the Delvey family. They're big in antiques. 
that's none of that is real. That's there's no antique yeah. family. There's no Delvey. Yeah. <laughs> just, you can say anything to rich that people. Sounds you. That sounds made up. That sounds made up. And it does. Big and antiques, baby. <laughs> the thing is, the answers she give to people, the rich people, they're like, all right. And sure. I would have, I would be like so interested, I would tear them to pieces. Yeah. I, I'd be like, what? Wait, Really? Fucking antiques? Work? What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> what are you like, fucking? What do you, how does that? Does yeah. your family own Antiques Roadshow? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> and then you know, I would corner them just out of pure curiosity. Yeah. You know, but rich people are just like, okay, yeah, sounds good. Money doesn't mean anything. I you just say how and you get it. I want to from the sky. Yeah, I want to attribute to them being like, I don't care because. I'm rich and I already have a bunch of money, yeah. so I don't need to know what you yeah. get your money from. I don't think rich people talk about how they make money. I think once you get rich think... enough, you stop caring yeah. about money, right? Or, it doesn't even exist to you anymore. Or th- that, or like, it's not so much that they're talking about how much money they made. They're just like, yeah, my business is doing this now. And you just kind of assume that it's making them a lot of money. You don't even go into yeah. the, the financial aspects of it. I don't know. If I was Jeff Bezos, I'd probably text Bill Gates and be like, past you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet, dude, I bet they do have those text message exchanges where they're the like, ultra high. Look, yeah, who, look who's on Forbes magazine today, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> also, one, uh, one thing we forgot to bring up in our banter is that uh, Jason David Frank passed away, the Green Power Ranger. I saw that. Dude, RIP to R yeah, RIP to a fucking real one, dude. That is tragic really as hell. Sad. Part of my child, 49 man. Years old. Forty-nine years old. Dude, the nineties is suffering. We just lost Aaron Carter, which no one cared about. I was like, but you still, guys even know who Aaron Carter is? Yeah, Aaron sad. Dude, Aaron Carter, like, I get it, man. He you know, he had a really tough that childhood. Yeah, and he had a really rough life and he was he you know, he struggled with addiction and stuff life, like that. And his kid. Yeah. When he was a kid, and like you know, it's still no. Even though he like maybe wasn't in the public's good graces at his time of passing, it still sucks. It's still tragic. It sucks. He's yeah. thirty. Yeah, thirty That's years awful. old. The fucking kids I watched in Disney Channel when I was the same age as them yeah. shouldn't be fucking dying no, yeah. already. That's awful. Uh, anyway, uh, back to this bullshit. What were we talking about? Let's see. Oh yeah, so. Uh, yeah, a lot of people don't know where she gets her money. At one point, Delvey even just says that she's a trust fund baby, and rich people never really give a shit, so they're like, eh, whatever. So she's starting to make some progress on her genius club art idea due okay. to some contacts she made through her extensive socializing. She finds a modest venue, 45,000 square foot corner building off of Park Avenue, fucking New York City. Jesus. And uh, that. Yeah, that she was going to have all these famous artist installations in and have the building like get racked by an artist, too. She tells people a lot about her grand plans, and this is why I used that term earlier, because she says she's got, she had the idea to add two floors to the building for hotel rooms, which I was like, you just add floors? Yeah, how do you do why, that? Maybe that's allowed. Okay, sure. Yeah. And she wanted to add three restaurants, a juice bar, and a German bakery. I was like, what the what, fuck yeah. is this How? place going to be? How do you I was like, do you're that? making a mall. You're making a mall. Yeah, that's, that's what's yeah, happening. Yeah, that is what right you're now. doing. 
So, uh, not no cohesive idea of what the fuck that could it's be. A, dude, at it's, all. it sounds like a kid who like they're like, oh, if you could start a business, what would you start? And they're just like, I want a bakery that has art in it, and then I want, uh, <laughs> I want to put a fucking race car track in the basement, dude. And we're gonna oh, do go karts, the water fountains, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so and that's a good point you bring up because I was reading that and I was like, "What the fuck do you mean?" She was telling like they were going through with the owner or like some the realtor, and she was like, "I want to put that there, that there." And I was like, "Does no one think this sounds fucking yeah, dumb? And like, or not yeah. even real?" Was the building owner like, just like, "Yeah, that sounds great. We'll do it. Awesome. Just, yeah, Buy perfect. It. Buy yeah. it. <laughs> You want to do a artsy Dave and Buster's, I guess. Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she told the guy that she was touring with that her rich G- German family would pay for the money that was, e- or pay for the plan, okay. which was estimated to cost fifty million dollars. Jesus Christ! Which is which is poor rich people a lot of money, and for rich people not a lot of money. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. yeah. $50 million for someone like Jeff Bezos is uh, laughable. Chump you know? change, dog. He's probably eating something that yeah. costs that much money. But, yeah, the if you know, you're making $10 million a year, $50 million is a lot of yeah. money. He's got cufflinks for $60 million. So. Dude, probably. I, I just could. Dude, I can't imagine. I would just be, like, mad yeah. with my idea. I'd be like, I don't I don't know. I want my cufflinks to be like human eyes, yeah. like real human eyes, of someone's famous. The I next want famous person who dies. Give me their eyes and make them into cufflinks. I don't care how much money. I, I want you to go to the mummified corpse of King Tut and pull out one of his teeth, and I want that to be my cufflinks. <laughs> I would. I'd be going through a museum like it's a fucking shop. Yeah, like I want real that. old museum. Have yeah. you? Uh, there's a video, an old video of. Uh, Michael Jackson going through like this really expensive like I it dude it looks like a museum like the pieces they have look like they're out of a museum and he's like going around and I guess he's furnishing another house he bought and there's a guy following him around with a paper and he's like I want that I want that I want that we want these let's have that I want that and the guy's just like yeah got it got it and it dude, 17 it, million dollars yeah pretty much right yeah yeah <laughs> oh I could, could not imagine nope. it'd be boring almost honestly I, you know, yeah it look would forward to? It, 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 what do you look forward to yeah and it, it's so funny you just get everything we were we were talking about Skyrim before we started recording and I'm kind of at the point of the game where I have a lot of money where I'm just like, what do I need to do things for when I have all this money? Like I don't I don't have any incentives to do this now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So she uh yeah is saying she's wanna build her super complex for fifty mil. She doesn't want private investors for it because they would tell her what to do. They would obscure her vision. And, and she's they not m- interested in that. They might want a return investment as most oh, investors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, had you thought about, like, I don't know how this would work? And how this like, is going to oh, generate stop income? telling you what to do. Uh, so she gets in touch with, through her contacts with this man named Joel Cohen, who was the man who prosecuted Jordan Belfort. Um, and she needs him for some guidance. Do you know who Jordan Belfort is? Yeah, yeah. The you recognize Wall that Street? name? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so anyway, so he refers her to another lawyer named Andy Lance, who has a little more experience within her field, exactly. And Andy and Anna 
to her credit, likes him. And she says that he's, uh, you know, doesn't talk down to her, which is something that she's experienced a lot with lawyers. I also think that is potentially a sort of defensive reaction when you're telling people about your stupid ideas. Yeah. And then they're like, maybe you could not be do something stupid. And then, Maybe you know, this sounds a little bit outlandish. And then you're just like, stop talking oh, down to me. Stop nope, talking yeah. down to me. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> So she does like this guy, and she also likes that she can call him any time, any day, and he seems to pick up the phone, which I'm sure he is so stoked about. <laughs> so he took her on as a client and reached out to some big financial groups to secure her funding. And he explained to the firms that Anna needed the money because her substantial assets are outside of the U.S., but he would secure the funds with a letter of credit from a Swiss bank. Um, a banker at the first bank called City National asked to see her overseas statements. He's like, all right, well, you said, yeah, your money overseas. Can I just see it? We'll see what that looks like. And uh, she receives a list of figures, just numbers uh, from a man named Pete Henneke responding from an AOL email address. He promised that he would send the physical statements Monday. The bank was a little confused because they're like, do you work for the bank, Pete? Yeah. What's a AOL? And Anna's like, oh, he's just the head of the family office. Old old Peter. Don't worry about him at all. Old he's, Peter's he's worth. Just a yeah. So she starts hanging out with business dudes now instead of socialites. Okay. She's trying to get that yeah, cash. That cash, you know, she's baby. She's made a lot of friends. She's trying to get into a new life. So now it's like less, uh, I don't know, Gossip Girl or Euphoria kind yeah, of vibes. Yeah. Or more like American Psycho vibes, okay. you know? That's who's hanging out. People with briefcases <laughs> and um, and cufflinks. So one time, one time, <laughs> yeah, uh, she brought Neff to a dinner where she introduced her to her good friend Martin Shkreli. Really, the Martin Shkreli. Yeah. Really, yeah. Whoa, bro was dude. there. I know. <laughs> I was like, I was like, ooh, yeah, uh-oh. not great, not great. <laughs> Uh, that being said, they're not best friends. He said he'd met her only like once before, um, but they did hang out. And Martin Shkreli actually said he was intimidated by Anna's socialite status. Really? He was like, damn, this Jesus hangs out with everybody. He's like, I'm a nerd compared to her. Fucking you are a nerd, Yeah, Martin you Shkreli. are. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking goober. <laughs> and uh, while they were hanging out, Martin Shkreli played tracks off of the Carter five album. Cause he had it before everybody else. Cause he had bought it. Naturally. Uh, and, um, he played them for Neff and Anna cause they were hanging out. Neff tweeted about it. Cause she was super stoked to get to listen to Carter five before everybody. It turns out the album was fine. And, uh, she, Anna was really fucking pissed off about it. She really was mad as fuck that she tweeted about it before she did. Oh. And she asked her to take it down. She asked her to take it down, and she would not. Yeah, I'd be like, "What?" Is- and not, not out of respect for Martin Shkreli's privacy, because I don't think anybody respects Martin yeah, Shkreli. No, anyway. absolutely not. And he didn't. He didn't give a shit. Yeah. He bought it to brag about having it, you know. Which, you know, to be fair, Martin Shkreli spends money like I would. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're like, oh, Young Thug's album is stuck up. And I was like, I'll fucking buy the buy studio. It right I want to yeah. hear that album. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Uh, so. He, uh, after that, they actually didn't, she didn't come down and talk to her at the concierge desk for like a few days. Cause she was so mad at over her. a fucking tweet. Wow. I know it's weird. That so is, yeah. in the meantime, 
some rich trust fund kids who once drove their ATVs over a bunch of rare bird nests were staying at the hotel that uh, Neff worked at. And Neff mysteriously liked them, so they got to talking, which I was like, you know, Neff, you are being a questionable uh, judge and character. You're rubbing elbows with uh, with some some interesting people. Yeah. So uh, she got to talking with him, and they find out that the father of these dudes owns the building that Anna wanted to buy. Oh. Uh, oh, Yeah, rich people shit. Yeah. And uh, Neff mentions that the son, Charlie, was confused. Uh, Oh, she wasn't in a suite. She was in a double. That's an important detail. I got that mixed up. She was sleeping in a double. Okay. He goes... She, he hears about it, and she's like, if she's buying a building from my father, why wouldn't she be in a suite? Yeah. Why is she in a double? And I was like, dude, rich people shit. Dude, I would never yeah, even no. fucking think of that They're shit. Rich I was people. like, why she need a whole suite? You yeah. need all that space. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Stupid. She's, uh, Idiot. They're, they're good at sniffing out, I guess, fake rich people. They're like, dude, oh, really? Yeah. They're like, something's weird about that. Yeah. I was like, wow, he's picked... That's so fascinating. Yeah, the one thing so, you pick up on. I know. <laughs> I was like... Um, so, when Neff asked her about it, Anna kind of played it like the family was doing her favors, and she was trying to appear low-key about her spending um, so that she like looked like she was being responsible which was enough to get Neff to stop asking about it. Okay, so that was my interpretation of what this article said, because I had to talk to my girlfriend about it. Listen to the quote. So she said, Anna looked surprised but answered immediately. She said, you ever have someone do so many favors for you, you just kind of want to pay them back in silence? I didn't understand that at all. I th- like I gave you all the context I had. I was like, I don't know what she fucking means by that. How is that an explanation of anything at all? To I Neff? mean, I don't I, know. I guess what you said makes sense. She's kind of like trying to not spend as much money because her family's done so many quote favors for her that she's like, I'm not yeah, going to make them like, spend money on? on a suite. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, but, like, the favor is, I mean, she's buying, supposed to be buying the building from yeah. them. So, like, maybe, I I don't know. Maybe, I think well, the interpretation we got to is the be- best one, okay. but I was like, I don't understand that, that at weird. all. Yeah. I don't know why Neff was just like, oh, okay. That makes and perfect that, sense. Dude, it did. It made yeah. her resist her. Yeah, like, she's like, what the fuck ever? I feel like it didn't so, make sense to her either, but she was just like, okay, yeah, sure. Okay. At least you're talking she's, to me Yeah, again. she asked her that, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so after a while, things do seem off. Um, Neff noticed that she didn't seem to hang out with as many people, and one of her close friends, closest friends seemed to be that trainer, that personal coach trainer that she had paid for all those sessions with. Yeah. Like, they had become friends. Uh, the... <clears throat> The articles kind of referenced it like the trainer was older and treated it more like from a motherly uh, kind okay. of relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not like they're cab and gals of the same age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess that uh that so, kind of makes sense. Yeah, so that's I mean so, but she seemed to hang out with her a lot. Um she uh, Anna plays it off like, oh yeah, all my friends are mad because I quit purple but like no no i mean that doesn't make that had been months before all this even started a bullshit lie so she says that she's busy getting her business started which seems to be true because she's doing that a lot 
Get off the counter. Thank you. Sorry. What's she doing? She's fucking Wor- little demon. Wargus is trying to get up on my desk, and I see her eye in it. I see her eyeball in it. Wargus, hey, come here. You gotta get like a hand air, dude. I know. I yeah. I yeah. Something. I hate that. Dart a I nerf, hate that. nerf gun or something. I've got my. Um, view, so. Right. Oh, that's a good idea. Nerf gun. Will be yeah. Good. Uh, so. She is. She does seem to be getting her business started. I mean, she's trying. She seems busy with it. Uh, she's hanging out with Martin Shkreli. You know, that's work. Yeah, that's hard. Uh, but she does seem to be having trouble because her loan request was denied from the City National Bank because they're a real bank. She is still working at getting a loan, but her window is closing as the building is being looked at by others. Oh, this is around. Yeah, is for real. So this is around the time also that Neff noticed another thing was up. At a dinner in Soho, Anna's card was declined. Nice. She gave a list of 12 credit card numbers to the waiter and said, run them up, bud. (laughs) (laughs) He tried them all. I mean, I know because I don't think their credit cards stop. Yeah, I, 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 well, I, I mean, you know, na- naturally, rich people are like, my card gets declined. Here's forty other credit cards. That's not suspicious yeah. at all. What are you talking about? Hold on one second. Hey, get your ass. Come here. Oh, I'm gonna fall. Oh God, hold on. Get your ass over here. You're gonna. You're fucking. You're. You in my hall right now, and it's pissing me off. Don't act like you just didn't disobey my orders. All right, sorry. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. The cats are yeah. demons. Demons. Absolute goblins, dude. So she gives the list. The dude tries all of them. None of them work. Oh, shit. And eventually, yeah, and eventually Neff pays the $300 uh, dinner bill herself. Damn. Uh, but to be fair, Anna has bought a lot of shit for Neff at this point. Like yeah, she I guess that's spends fair. money over, hand over fist for her. And Dude, um, hold on one second. You're getting you're getting kicked uh, out. I'm you're you're gone. You're you're done. You're done. Come here. Come here. You're going. You're gone. You're done. You've lost your you've lost your privileges. Can literally can literally stand on anything in my room, but choose except my computer desk, but chooses to try to get on my computer desk. You're, yeah, and she, she's like fat. Yeah, she's too ungrateful. fat. Yeah, she like no, not she, gonna work in the slightest. Yeah, knock everything over. All right, sorry. So Nev picks up the bill. Yeah, and Anna does pay her back three times over in cash. She gives her nine hundred bucks for that, which I was Damn, like, That's, okay, you know, covers yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so around this time, Neff's manager brings her in to talk about Anna. She has no credit card on file. The building was new when she showed up, and she claimed to be the client of a wealthy German investor. So she promised a wire transfer that six weeks later had not showed up, and then she now owed the hotel thirty thousand dollars. Damn, thirty grand. Damn, damn. That's how much I owed my college. Dude, yeah. you know? <laughs> that's more than my. Just ca- been that's, sleeping. That's more than my car, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, way more than my car. <laughs> so. Uh, Neff asked her about it, and Anna just nods. She's like, mm, wire transfer, don't worry about it. <laughs> and um, later into that very shift, after talking to her about it, she gives um, Neff a case of 1975 Don Perignon bottles to give to Anna for the staff. Like a whole fucking case of expensive champagne. Jesus. I think Don Perignon's 
champagne. Yeah, and like uh, let me, I'll, I'll Google it. Keep, keep yeah, going. yeah, keep going. The so and when you give booze, especially expensive booze, to a hotel as a tip, they have to be like, "Hey, manager, is it cool if we do that?" Yeah, and he's like. Fuck no, it's not cool. That's like a two thousand dollars, and she owes us thirty grand. Yeah. I'm not gonna let her just fucking give you that. So no, lo- looks like the average pi- price of Don Perignon is like two hundred fifty to three hundred dollars. Wow, yeah. So yeah. what a case is that's a lot. A case, uh, I mean, still a few grand. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, dude, if you can buy a fucking case of Don Perignon, you gotta fucking pay your bill, or we're gonna lock you out. Mm-hmm. And uh, twelve bottles in a hotel- case. 12. Oh, Damn. shit. Oh, yeah. my God. So it is $3,000. Yeah. Right on. Um, so the hotel does get a wire for thirty grand from Citibank just a few days later. That, uh, amazingly, they get their wire transfer. A few weeks after that, she fucks off. She's going to Omaha on a private jet. She Omaha? With, with a friend of Martin Shkreli's oh my to go God. to Warren Buffett's investment conference. That's why she's going to Omaha. No way. Everything about that is just outrageously yeah. wealthy. Uh, while she was gone, however, the hotel locked her out of her room and stored her belonging because she still didn't give them a fucking credit card. She nice. paid up, but she didn't give her credit card, so they're like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, fuck you. And I was like mad, but not like super mad uh, because she ended up having dinner with Bill Gates in the Omaha Zoo. That's how her night ended. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? <laughs> so like... They went to the the investors conference that Buffett was at, fucked around, and, and then they lived the high life in um, Omaha, which, oh, you know, yeah. they, they ran out of ideas. So they're yeah. like, let's just go to the Omaha Zoo because we heard Warren Buffett's having a, a private dinner there. And then they fucking found it, crashed it, and ate dinner with Bill Gates. Jesus That's Christ. Crazy. I was like, That's pretty sick yeah that's that is tight sick. that's kind of tight to be honest I, I maintain that if i ever ever within like conversations reach of a billionaire every word out of my mouth is like give me one million dollars <laughs> right now it means nothing to you give me a million dollars give it to me bill gates could wire me a million dollars from his venmo account. it'd be good I'm fucking positive yeah it means nothing to him anyway so she's then she's not that mad, you know. She's like, whatever. I had a fun time. I met Bill Gates. Uh, although I'm like, what would this twenty something year old Russian socialite really have, have to talk, talk about, about with Warren Bill, Buffett? Yeah. Warren Bill Buffett Gates. and Bill Gates. I that yeah. Warren Buffett's old as shit. Yeah, now. that dude like is ninety. That dude is something, isn't he? Yeah. Something like that. I mean, he's got fucking ninety two. I was guessing ninety three. Right, right on. Old. Yeah. Uh. So. He, she decides to move out. I mean, she got kicked out. She yeah. doesn't give him the credit card. She moves to another hotel. Um, after after she got back from a seven thousand dollar a night stay at a Riyadh in Marrakech, Marrakech in Morocco, an idea she got from Khloe Kardashian's Instagram. Okay, nice. Uh, she and, and yeah, of course. Uh, she invited Neff, but Neff couldn't take the days off because you can't just go to Morocco. Yeah, yeah. And uh, stayed, even though Anna was like, you should just quit. Just quit your job. <laughs> yeah. And, and she was like, well, maybe. And then she's like, nah, nah. Yeah. Okay. And her mom was, uh, she goes to her mom about it, and her mom was like, you know, no such thing as a free dinner. And yeah. she's like, all right, you're right. So she sticks at her job. Yeah, listen to your mom. Which is good. 
That is good because uh, the trainer who the trainer was also there. She goes with. She leaves after two days because she was horribly food poisoned. Oh, nice. Um, a, a week later, the trainer gets a call from Anna in Casablanca. She's sobbing, sobbing on the phone. Her credit cards don't work, and she's about to get arrested. She needs to pay her bill. She's got to pay her bill. A lot of money. A lot of fucking money. Like 10, 15 grand or something like that. What the fuck? Amazingly, the trainer gives us the hotel management her credit card. She's like, don't worry about it. Here's my credit card to get Anna out of this situation. It doesn't work. It's not enough. So they're like, all right. She gets her, or she calls the bank. She's like, hey, can you extend me a line of credit? Throws that up. They're like, that's not enough either. And then she gets her friend's credit card somehow, and that doesn't work. So the hotel's like, all right, maybe our shit doesn't work. Maybe maybe our shit isn't working. Yeah. That's why our credit cards aren't working. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the trainer's like, oh, oh shit. Thank God. Oh, yeah. shit. I can't so, uh, really imagine how expensive that was. Yo, a lot. Uh, but luckily, the trainer doesn't have to put the cash up. Yeah, thank, thank the God. The trainer gets Anna back on the phone and tells her she'll get her a flight home. But she can't afford it. will cost a lot of money. Through sniffles and tears, Anna asks, can you get me first class? Oh, my Real. God, dude. Real. I'd be like, oh, I'd be like, fuck you. You're staying in yeah. Casablanca. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, so she eventually moves out of the hotel. When she comes back, she picks up all of her shit in a Tesla and um, wearing her branding designer, uh, Mark Kremers, and oh wait, hold on. Oh no, no, sorry. She was wearing a bunch of fucking fashion bullshit when she showed up. But her branding designer, who was gonna like be a part of the uh, the grand hotel yeah. idea that she had, uh, named Mark Kremers, owes is owed about 17,000 pounds from her oh because for over like a year now because of like all the shit and work that he's done and she's like oh there's a wire transfer on the way yeah. don't worry about it um, and he'd been emailing Peter Henneke at AOL but the emails bounced back and uh, she was like well that's because he died um, please stop asking about it what, what? He, <laughs> <laughs> he just died he's like okay fucking fine shit so yeah she says he's dead and it makes her feel bad when you talk about it so 17 grand yep. off the hook gone you're so done next, ho- next hotel she's at Beekman Hotel she gets locked out in three weeks Having not paid a wire transfer of eleven grand, goes to a new hotel, kicked out in two days. Damn. Her effectively homeless, wearing all Alexander Wang by July fifth. Crying, she calls up the trainer, who's in the middle of a date, and she's like, "Hey, can I? I need help." And and she's like, "I don't. I, this is you're an adult. You yeah. got to deal with this." She's like, "I might do something bad." And oh my like, god. Okay, fine come on over so her date waits in the room in another room while she fucking gets the room set up for uh, uh, her to sleep on the fucking couch and she goes and gets her she's like gets her some water and and anna's like can you get me pellegrino oh my god bro insufferable i did i was reading this article and i was like god i was like get the fuck out of my house yeah <laughs> i would pick you up by your pigtails you're on my couch like yeah that. Dude. Like, I want that. oh my god and 
And uh, later, uh, this detail is so good, that she'd been pouring the Pellegrino into a glass for her, and then Anna just grabs the bottle and drinks out of it. And I was like, you Dude, I would do. Uh, like you, you would be on the street, dog. Get the fuck out of my house. Like, go back to you fucking, fucking manners. Yeah, what the fuck? So, understandably, at this point, people are getting suspicious. The trainer hits up the photographer Rachel Williams, um, and was like, "Oh, the, the Rachel Williams is the photographer. I needed her name because she comes up a lot." Uh, she went to Morocco with them as well. Oh, okay. It turns out that the photographer had footed their hotel bill. Oh. Anna paid 62 grand. Dude, what? 62 grand. 62? She had to use this Amex card that she had for like business expenses, and it was like more money than she makes in a whole year. 60 what the grand. fuck? And Anna promised a wire transfer to pay her back and only gave her five grand. Oh my god! So, dude, the trainer, the trainer was pissed to hear about this. Yeah, she's I would over be it. Furious, and she's over. It. So Anna leaves in the morning, and she left her laptop there. And the trainer was like, "Fuck no, get the fuck out of my house!" So she brings it down to the lobby, and and she's like, "Hey Anna, you can go pick up your fucking laptop in the lobby." And she comes to uh, the lobby, and she's like. Uh, the front door person calls her and she's like, Hey, the, the girl's asking to come up and she's like, tell him I'm not here. And I don't want her to, and then just tell me when she leaves. And then Anna sits in her fucking lobby for hours, like really? eight hours or some shit. Just texting or whatever. Wouldn't fucking leave trapping her in her own home. Effectively. Dude. Oh my God. And I know. And when he was like, uh, she's not here anna was like well can i just get into her room like no dude. why would they let you do because the because the laptop she had the laptop at that point yeah so at that point she's like can i just go into the room like fucking dude, no fuck off yeah savage so um she she ends up leaving and, and when who knows what happens a few weeks later new york post runs a headline about a wannabe socialite busted for skipping hotel and restaurant bills Several hotels had filed charges against Anna after she got caught trying to dine and dash an expensive restaurant. She harassed a lawyer into helping her on a Saturday night and like her really harassed him. He was like, holy shit, fine. I'll fucking do it. And, um, and then asked if she could fucking stay at his house. Like she gets this dude on Saturday trying to avoid jail. And she's like, can I sleep on your couch? No chill. Just no fucking Uh, chill at all. I mean, and you can tell she's like, homeless yeah yeah. we're actually homeless at this point so uh he refused understandably um and so then she asks the trainer who also refuses the trainer got the photographer together and they go and meet anna at a restaurant for an intervention and some answers like they kind of set her up like they're like yeah come here and then they're like all right fucking tell us what's going on so she refuses to answer just kind of mumbling over and over again that she'll pay everyone back when the lease is signed at her new place. She'll pay everybody back. And they like, and I mean the, the venture, like yeah. that's the lease that she's waiting to sign. And they show her that shit signed. Someone else already bought the building. Damn. Gone. That, that's over. You're fucking uh, done, son. What does she say? That's fake news. Bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the the uh, rich like, person. Okay, yeah. Go buy it, then, idiot. <laughs> Fake news. 
So as you can probably guess, Anna Sorokin was not a wealthy trust fund child at all. November 2016 is when the dominoes start to fall. When she reaches out, so when she reached out to that city national bank that refused her, she claimed that she was worth $60 million to get a $22 million loan. Then she went to another bank, um, Fortress, to get a $35 million loan. Fortress asked her for $100,000 up front because you have, it takes a lot of money to uh, like actually look into rich people finances, yeah. I'm told. I would imagine. And, uh, so, so then she goes back to City National to just get a $100,000 line of credit. And she sent that hundred grand to Fortress to get the thirty-five mil loan. Fortress was actually going to send people to Switzerland to look into her shit, which immediately I was like, "Oh, so that's why it would cost." A yeah, lot of money. man. Because I was like, "I was like a hundred grand. What the fuck?" And they're like, "We're going to fly to Switzerland to look." At yeah, your but bank. I'm you're like, oh. you're we're giving you millions of dollars, so yeah, I, I would yeah. imagine you got to protect that investment. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, they're like, yeah, we're going to go to Switzerland and look at your fucking bank. And she's like, all right, all right, so I don't have that. So she <laughs> yeah. backs out. She backs out. They call her bluff, 100%. So then she sends herself the remaining uh, $55,000 to a Citibank account. Um, and that's what she was kind of living off of and using to buy a bunch of bullshit. Then she writes $160,000 in bad checks withdrew $70,000 before they got stopped, and they used that money to pay off the hotel that Neff was at and buy website domains in the names of the managers of that hotel. <laughs> <laughs> she learned from Martin Shkreli to buy... This is true. He told her this idea. Buy the websites in their names and then get them to pay her to have the websites. Wow. I was like, Martin Shkreli is dude, a Yeah, what a bag. fucking scumbag, dude. He, I, but I was like, that dude's out there just making dollars left and right. He <laughs> just, any fucking quick hustle. What a piece of shit. So the Omaha trip to Warren Buffett and Bill Gates was funded by a forged wire transfer confirmation from Deutsche Bank uh, and getting her a, the $35,000 flight. She did this one by using the business card of a Deutsche Bank executive that she had met there, oh. which I was like, <laughs> Dude. so uh, this also may come as a shock to you. I don't know if you figured this out. Peter Henneke wasn't real. That makes sense. Yeah. He wasn't a real guy. Yeah. Just a burner phone. Dude. that She was emailing from her <laughs> AOL email in 2016. Jesus like, Christ, bro. Can you even sign up for new AOL? Yeah, I don't. Th- I didn't think you could. Fuck? So, yeah, it's all coming down. So she's got these misdemeanor charges pending. So what does she do? She deposits two bad checks for eight thousand dollars to go to LA to as a vacation. That was a plan. She wanted to not run. She just wanted to go have yeah, fun in LA. Just you know, just and have a little bit of fun. She- with pending charges. Yeah. And so she gets promptly arrested for the forged checks that she just wrote and brought back to New York where she stayed in Rikers jail. Damn. Fucking Rikers. Rikers. Yeah. Holy shit. She never had a trust fund. Uh, acquaintances in Germany mentioned that there are several people that she screwed over there. A lot of them don't like talking about it, which I know sounds bullshit, but like, 
I wouldn't want to admit that this stupid lady is me. I'd be embarrassed as hell. Mm -hmm. Um, she has basically no regrets. She did. She the, all, her biggest objection with everything was being called a wannabe socialite. She's it's like, I am. She was trying to start a business. I am <laughs> no, a socialite. No, she was saying that she was trying to start a business. So she was like, I'm not a socialite. I'm a business lady. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, wannabe um, business lady. Our bad. Yeah. So she says, uh, "Quote, sure." She said she might have done a few things wrong. But that doesn't diminish the hundred things I did right. Like what? What did you do right? Yeah, what did what, you do right? What did you do right? She's what? like, I met Warren Buffett. And you're <laughs> like, okay. I guess <laughs> I, right. that's cool. You, she, she ate dinner with Macaulay Culkin. That's cool, she? I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd count that as doing something right. But, uh, you no. know, live your dream. Um. So she said, quote, I'd be lying if I said I was sorry for anything. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Oh, my God. The Vanity Fair article was actually written by Rachel Williams, the photographer that traveled with her. And it was really interesting. So I read the cut, and then I read the Vanity Fair, which was really neat because it felt like a shift, you know, and I got to see that perspective. And Anna comes off like such a fucking brat. Like, she's such a shit, dude. She sounds like it. I was so... I was so mad reading her. I was like, oh my God. Like, of all the people we've covered, she's like one of the most despicable just personalities. You know and what like, I mean? Hanging out with, like, why would you hang out with that person? Like, I like, I know. I feel like being in the presence. I mean, because she gets hundreds of dollars and pays for dinner all the time. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I mean, being in the presence of someone like that, I just like, I don't know, man. I'd want to fucking blow my brains out. I couldn't imagine. Okay, okay, okay. But get this. So, say you meet her at work. She's like, come to dinner. I'll pay for it. And it's like a $500 a plate restaurant. So you're like, okay, sure. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go check. It out. I, free dinner like that, I'll never get to buy it. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you go to that dinner and fucking Macaulay Culkin. No, let's make it cool. No, nah, we'll just do Macaulay Culkin. Okay. And say he's there. And then, and then later she's like, do you want to go to another dinner that I'm going to pay for? You'd be like, I mean, shit, is Macaulay Culkin yeah, going to be there? I guess, yeah, like, that's fair. I guess that's fair. Uh, you know, you're like, all right, shit. The trainers seem to be mostly like, on for the ride, but also like worried about her, yeah. you know. And but also the trainer is never named in any of the articles. Oh, really? So I think she managed to yeah, she managed to keep her hands pretty clear of it, which I think is cool. That's pretty tight. Yeah, that's but, uh yeah, everybody yeah, everybody covered her anonymously, which that's I sick. Was cool. Yeah, she must I mean uh, she's gotta be someone who's kinda like respected enough for a journalist so. to be like a, yeah. yeah, a journalist to be like, I'll leave your name out. Because journal journalists, a lot of them are, you know sometimes scummy they added the scoop so yeah she um yeah really just her horrible fucking treatment of everybody was like her downfall because when rachel is like hey man that sixty thousand dollar bill you shit in my life like is pretty bad i have some money and like like anna's like sick of hearing about it she's over it and it was actually rachel who reached out to the new york da office to tell them what happened and she was like hey I think she's a scammer. And they were like, we also think that. Yeah. <laughs> and she went in. Yeah. How crazy. So she, yeah, she had already been on their radar. So uh, the photographer goes in and gives a bunch of information. And because she was so mad about how she'd been treated by uh, Anna. So it's like, Anna um, just thought that like, if she stopped, if she ignored it, it would just go away. Like it wouldn't literally it'd be done. Yeah. yeah. yeah it would be, be wash her hands of it. So, 
On May of 2019, she was sentenced to 4 to 12 years in prison and ordered to pay $200,000 restitution and $24,000 in fines, which she did from the money that she got from Netflix for a documentary about her called Inventing Anna, which I was a little pissed off about. Yeah, that's A little pissed off about. Uh, This is why I don't like all this active true crime shit, because we're literally giving money to active fucking criminals to pay off their little oopsies. Well, after I, they, like, how much money do you think fucking Billy McFarlane got from a Hulu and Netflix documentary? I will say, a lot of the times when a person does something like, or like commits like a heinous crime, like murdering a bunch of people, a lot of the times when it comes to their sentencing, it's added in their sentencing that they're not allowed to make any money off of any movie book deal stuff like that it's happened with a lot of like a lot of serial killers have tried to like write a book about you know them being a serial killer and a judge will be like all the money you make from that book is going to the victims of the people that you killed okay i think i I mean and and like in this case that's what happened like the the money goes to the victims and i i'm glad that they get the money i'm just glad that I'm just upset that they get out of it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I, get that. I don't know. It seems to take the sting out, but yeah, also I get it. Ultimately who gives a shit? Like the, the victims need their compensation, yeah. you know, no, like, absolutely. That's, that's what's up. So, um, she was imprisoned in fucking Rikers, which is famously not very not nice. great. Yeah. And not great. She, and she was like, it, it, it's like kind of terrible that she was there because she did like rich people shit. Yeah. And they put her in Rikers and now she's like, oh, wow, it's so easy to steal. Like she literally says that, like how learning all these ways that people are doing this shit. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. Amazing. I mean, yeah. Um, and, and her, I mean, her going to a, an actual prison is is nice, though, because. I would yes. imagine she did. She did rich people crimes, but she what the difference is she wasn't she a rich. She wasn't. Rich a, she was not a rich person though. If she was an actual rich person, no. she would not go to bad That's people true. jail. That's yeah. True. So uh, she was imprisoned in Rikers, where she had thirteen infractions for misbehavior, and was released on parole in two fucking years. What, which I, I, dude? Whatever. So. Six weeks later, she was taken into custody again by immigration control for overstaying her visa and denied release because she's a fucking liar. They would never release her on parole again. Yeah, no. And so then on October 5th, 2022 – oh, yeah, that was just like six weeks ago. Yeah. uh, She was granted bond and released from prison and required to remain in 24-hour home confinement with monitoring and no social media, which doesn't seem to be enforced because she has a million followers on Instagram and still – posts what that same really? year she also signed a deal to start in her uh star in a reality tv series about her life in prison and she's also says she's working on a book in may she was in a podcast episode on paris hilton's podcast and uh that's her life after prison um so she see. oh and then so newsweek ran this bullshit article about her where they where they said that she said sorry quote I feel sorry for the way my case is being perceived, and I feel sorry that I resorted to these actions that people think I'm glorifying now. I'm like, I don't think she said sorry. I yeah, don't know. that doesn't I, sound like an apology. No, I'm sorry. I love it. Away for the way this it. case is being perceived. What do you mean? I was like, like you shouldn't even say that. Yeah, that like, was that's shut your mouth. It's yeah, it's just it's it's just very 
evident that she gets got away with it basically and is getting all this publicity from what she did and she has no remorse for it why would she she says i feel sorry for the choices i made i'm like when you say that it just sounds like you're upset yeah it turned out bad yeah you know it doesn't sound like you're apologizing to your victims no. yeah you're just like oh i'm i wish i hadn't done that yeah i wish so i would have been go to smarter Vikings. yeah oh my god yeah that's for real Dude, and that's the end of her story. And I was like, fuck, at the end of it. I was like, this is awful. That's quite That's quite infuriating. That is she, quite I was like, sure, she got a little bit of prison. I don't really get why she's allowed to be in the U.S. still. Yeah, I was wondering that, it. too. Like, why didn't she get deported? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's still in trial or, like, still being worked out. Uh, who knows? Especially now. Dude, because, you know for a goddamn so, fact, if she was from like Mexico, it would be like you're as soon as you step foot out of Rikers, you're back in well, Mexico. So that's the thing. You're like, oh, she's not rich, but I'm like, she kind of is like becoming rich yeah. by proxy. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. She also uh, sold, tried to sell some NFTs. Which is just fraud. That and tracks. then she also, uh, what was the other one? Tried to, she had to have, tried to do an art show, uh, selling her shit that she like sketched in jail or what? whatever, and no, nobody bought it. Yeah. But I was like, she's just, I was like, this is like the um, fucking Kyle Rittenhouse of con artists right now. Like, she, you know, everybody was like, you suck. The trial goes, they, they, she gets convicted, which is different. And, and then she's just like running with it. She's yeah. like, look how much attention I have yeah, now. Yeah, There's yeah. a Netflix documentary about me. And I was like, no, obviously has no. not learned from her mistakes at all. And hasn't I mean, really no, faced any real learned. punishment. She has learned from her mistakes. She knows exactly what she needs to I do. I guess that's fair. Actually. Yes. Out. You're yeah. That's I, right. I can guarantee a billion percent, just as we've seen, on this which episode is this the six episodes we've covered especially with billy the 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 con never stops yeah and we have we have not heard the last of her plotting she's gonna go to jail she's gonna go to jail again for sure we'll have to we'll have to benchmark that when it happens we'll have to yeah yeah have an announcement on the pod yeah yeah that's fucking crazy dog I meant to look that up because there was another update on someone else on the pod, but I can't remember what episode it was. But yeah, I was. This episode kind of left uh, a, a bad taste in my mouth. So the next one I covered, I specifically was like looking to make sure that they got theirs. You know, they got theirs. That yeah, doomed. that's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't want it. I can't fucking cover another one of these. It just uh, gets away. It gets with away. Everything. It's infuriating. It's absolutely infuriating. That's yeah, it, it. Fucking it really is. is bananas we're almost at two hours yeah remember when we thought this was going to be a short episode we were like we were like ah it'll be fine i thought it was going to be a short episode because mine was pretty short but damn those are those a good story i uh i've seen it was funny i've seen the documentary on like netflix of her i never watched it but i always i know who she is and i but i didn't i knew that she was just like conned her way into being hanging out with celebrities and taking money from people but that was it that's fucking bananas dude that yeah is hers is, bonkers. is like i don't know it wasn't she, her grand plan i like seemed to be real but i'm like no fucking chance yeah. that was ever gonna happen that's a plan so i'm like 
I, it, she didn't like just actively rob and scam. You yeah. know what I mean? She was more like plugging holes. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, like yeah. that. She, yeah, I get it's that. It's kind of a different vibe. But yeah, I, thought I mean, that was it. She, she had a plan, but something to that magnitude only is doable if you have generational wealth and like just a money to just throw at it to do something of that magnitude to buy a building that she wanted to buy and do all these things. Like it's that's like a Bill Gates fucking plan. That's not a yeah. that's not yeah. a first generation wealth plan. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely <laughs> I mean, not for real. Dude. I was like, I don't think we've had any con artists who could have pulled that off. No, 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 no absolutely not. No, I mean, not like another actual lives. No, yeah. uh-uh. Frank Abagnale probably would say that say he that he did. Yeah, did yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, yeah that so was uh, that was a good. good. One. That was a good one. That was a really good one. Um, we will be back next week. Don't forget to rate, review, download, subscribe, whatever you can do on the platform that you listen on. We'll be back next week. We'll see you then. Be safe, be kind to others, be kind to yourself. Bye-bye.